slash and cast. We are live. Welcome, fiends, to Hand with Scare, presented by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Our show discusses horror movies and the phobias that they emphasize. Uh, with me tonight, we got a full house. Uh, we have a returning guest as well as my co-host. So let me just throw it over to our returning guest, uh, Zombie Grindhouse. How are you doing, man? It's been uh, it's been some time. You know, we've been like a couple of months at this point. Yeah, man, and, and thanks for having me back. I mean, I, I I'm going to say again that I so appreciate your Twisted Tuesday and what it does. Um, it is my nice little uh, pre-scheduled horror vacation from the week. Like, I totally, totally love it. And I do love that you've you've kind of twisted things up, Twisted Tuesday. <laughs> um, and you're doing, like, your sort of 2022 uh, emphasis. It's kind of a fun change. I totally dig mm-hmm. that. Um the unfortunate part is that we're talking about Halloween ends, um, but you know, it's just kind of how it is, you know? Um, yeah, no, I've spent, definitely spent the last few months um, just digesting our, our 2022 horror. We talked a little bit earlier about uh, your Hellraiser episode and how, uh, honestly, how John just <laughs> turned my world on its end <laughs> with his discussions about Hellraiser and I'm now I've got I've got most of the movies queued up. I have to go back just because of John's words. So obviously magical. Um, anyway, no, uh, happy to be here. I <laughs> this is going to be an interesting conversation because uh, Halloween 2018 was absolutely fantastic. And the rest of them were movies that were made for money. And I don't know why. So there. Yeah, that's that's simply one way to put it. Um, if you've been on the internet at all this past week, you've definitely seen a lot of strong opinions on this movie. Uh, there's been a lot of like shit just happening with people like even like lashing out to like the actors and actresses oh. in the movie and like attack- attacking the director and everything. And it, re- it, you know, you really hate to see that. And it's very reminiscent of kind of like what we were going through when Halloween kills came out. Now that being said, of course, we are also joined by my co-host, Holly Hooch and John guys. How are you Hi. doing? Tonight? Hey, Pretty good. good. Ready to bash some Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, be, before we started our restream on, uh, on Tuesday, you know, I wanted to make sure like one, everyone had already seen the movie to, you know, avoid spoilers for, for anyone. And also, you know, I'm, I'm like, I threw the question out there, like, how many films that were released this year do you think I have below the movie that we're talking about tonight? And, you know, it's it's interesting because this year as a whole has been really fucking good. Like, almost across the board, like, every month we've been having some pretty solid entries, and it hasn't just been, like, the indie films that we've been used to seeing, like, being a real standouts here, like, within the past decade, really. Um, so to know like how good of a year we've had and then knowing like, okay, we're going to have a culmination of this Halloween trilogy. 
Um, it, it's kind of bittersweet because, like, going in, I'm like, okay. Like, I know how this movie was marketed. And then after seeing the movie, there is no doubt within my mind that this was one of the worst bait-and-switches we have seen for the genre as a whole. Wait, so, if you don't mind, <laughs> if you don't mind, recap how it was marketed, because I, I kind of avoided the marketing uh, just to not, you know, to kind of see it fresh, and so I don't really know what they did. What did they do? They, the sole marketing behind this movie was the final fight between Lori and Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. And there was a ton of stuff from the trailer featuring Michael Myers that was not actually featured in the final cut. Oh, yikes. I hate when they do that, especially when the stuff that's in the trailer is good, and then it's not (laughs) in the movie. That's always bugs me. That happens a fair amount with some it movies. Does? Jesus Christ. Here, I mean, here and there. I, I can't think of examples off the top of my head, but it happens. I'm sure you guys have seen that before, where you see something cool in the preview, and then it's like, wait, that was never in the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I swear to God, they, they hired, like, for the summer, some marketing intern to put together the trailer for Halloween and or for Halloween Kills, and he clicked everything off of the cutting room floor and just went, well, this should be good, right? <laughs> and then, but yeah, like 90% of the trailer was not in the movie. Oh. So I, I don't That's know how they, I don't. I know, I know, I'm going to go watch the trailer. Uh, come back, the trailer they, was good. <laughs> yes, the trailer was good, Holly. Oh. The trailer was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It just was not the movie we were given. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you know I saw I saw a tweet from someone who was like taking stills from the trailer and saying like, "Huh, interested," because like eighty percent of like what they had posted was you know scenes that featured Michael Myers in it. So then when you saw the actual product, like if you guys haven't seen this, all you're really if you haven't seen the movie yet, obviously we're going to be spoiling the shit out of it. So if if you're waiting this long, I don't know why. Just just hit pause at this point. But regardless, um, the the Michael Myers up on my shelf is going to be featured more in this episode than he was in the movie by like, I don't know, like 12, 15 times, you know, so that's all you really need to know. Seriously, that was pretty upsetting, actually. Yeah. It was like 10 minutes. Uh, John had such little respect for the movie halfway through. He just, you know, he wouldn't, he just kept talking to it. <laughs> Sorry, was that annoying? Uh, no, it was fine, but it was like, all right, well, let's do this. We watched, yeah, we watched oh, yeah. it together. So at a certain, that's the thing is certain movies at certain, it's like once it, it shit reveals itself to be like, <laughs> not really, like, a legitimately good movie, then it's, like, fair game to start slamming it. <laughs> it felt like we were, like, on a double date, and you started ignoring your date entirely because she wasn't as cool as you thought she was. <laughs> She's right there, John. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, and, and we had to, I, I had to start also just predicting what was going to happen. Oh, yeah, we, we secretly wrote the movie in our sleep because we, know, we knew exactly what was going to happen oh. next the entire time. It's it, it's it's that this thing. I, I don't know if you guys do this too, but when a movie is bad, I'll play this game where I'll predict. <laughs> I'll I'll try to think of the dumbest thing that they could do next, <laughs> and then they do it. And then if, when they do it, it's like, oh my god! I was joking <laughs> that I thought they would do something that dumb. He's going over that it. bridge. There he goes. <laughs> yeah, and they did it in this movie. 
Oh yeah, I saw it. I saw it in the theater, and to be perfectly honest, I wanted to walk out. Mm-hmm. My 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 wife wouldn't let me. <laughs> she's like, "Well, you know what? There's going to be." And, and t- to her credit, she's like, "You're probably going to have to talk about it at some <laughs> point, so you might want to just see it through to the end." But then, within about eh, say twenty minutes of the end, she's like, "Well, you know, we could walk out," <laughs> <laughs> and, and it probably. And then I saw it again afterwards, like just in my own environment, just to make sure that because in my theater, there was some people talking and there was some. So I'm like, OK, I'm going to give this. Some, uh, and then we we saw it last night on Twisted Tuesday. And honestly, it made me so fucking mad. I had just I had to leave. I just like I just was like, OK, you know what, T, I, I can't. I, I, just, I just can't. And I bailed out. And it was like and I came to bed. My wife's like, what's the problem? What's wrong? It's like. Halloween ends and she's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, okay, sorry. And she, like, gave me, like, an extra hard like, oh. just because I had to watch it. Oh, I – Are you – It's very so – Oh, go ahead, Sorry John. to interrupt, but I have to ask you. So T is, is a big Halloween fan, as he said. Are you a, specifically a big Halloween fan as well? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I – Halloween one is fantastic. Halloween two, I still like, not as good. Halloween three, weird, but kind of dug it. But like even up to four, I'm good. After four, things start to get a little <laughs> shaky. Um, um, I like Rob Zombie's Halloween. I really like it. Um, and I like the backstory of Michael Myers. I, I like how they take him from this great little suburban house and put him in this white trash environment and to see Halloween two. Uh, Rob Zombie version, eh, it's kind of okay. Um, at Resurrection and then H two O, just yeah. I don't even I don't even know why. But Halloween two thousand eighteen, where they they basically ignore all of that and they bring back Lori Strode and Michael Myers, and Lori Strode is a badass and she's it was brilliant. It was brilliant. I mean, just short of being a masterpiece. And then Halloween Kills, where they give you this mantra to follow, you know, evil dies tonight, which is just distracting you from the fact that the movie is not very good. And most people fell for it. Um, And then this last one where it's just like, forgive me, but what the fuck? Like, Mm -hmm. what the? (laughs) So we're going to get into it. But yeah. So, yes, Halloween fan across the board without... what was really weird, um, like when I was seeing this in theaters, like I saw it in the the Dolby theater uh, at my AMC. So like you know, the obviously like my main reason for seeing this outside of it being a Halloween movie, or should have been, uh, was obviously the John Carpenter score in this. And I have never had such a silent audience for a horror movie, like even more so than A Quiet Place, which purposely. You know, everything about that movie ensured that the audience was quiet, like, throughout it. And so it was just so weird. Like, you could really hear, like, just a pin drop in in that theater. It was so bizarre. And everyone after, like, after when the credits were rolling, everyone just kind of sat there in silence. It was so weird. Like, I've never had an experience like that. So it just shows you that, you know... I, I know there are people out there who enjoy this movie. There are a lot of people who also don't like the movie. It's the audience score for this is all over the place. It's 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 really divisive, much like the last one. And I'm not I'm not too surprised because like 
you know, a lot of us didn't really care for the last Halloween movie outside of like how how ruthless the kills were. Like I thought all the fight choreography was fantastic, but way too much noise in that movie. And then we had like this weird redirect, um, which ties directly into the cold open for this movie, which I really dug the open. Everything that kind of like followed after that, it was just like as soon as you saw that season of the witch like text at the start, I'm like, oh fuck. Like we are going to be in for some shit now. And sure enough. Uh, we were, but it was just one of the oddest nights that I can remember at a, at a movie theater. Just, just the silence from the crowd because everyone kind of expected, okay, we're gonna have this epic final fight, and the final fight in the movie, I thought was good, but it, they could have elevated it more. But it just wasn't what the core audience was expecting from this movie. No, uh, was there a lot of people in the theater? Yeah, I would say the Dolby is one of the bigger uh, like screens in that movie theater. It was probably like ninety percent. Oh wow! Oh wow! That, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like I think you expect not to this. I don't. I'm not saying this to in any. This is almost going to weirdly sound like a put down, but with Halloween, you sort of expect a more basic movie where it's like. Michael Myers stalking and killing people and people running away from him and having action, you know, like the first movie having tension and action and things. And I think a lot of people who maybe don't know about Halloween seeing ads for this and wanting to go see this were definitely probably wanting something more that was just like classic kind of horror just michael myers going at it and people running away and yeah there wasn't even i mean uh you know not to jump ahead but holy shit i mean we we weren't keeping track of the time but did anybody clock it like how many how many minutes before we we saw a kill well not counting the little kid (laughs) which was a great opening (laughs) which was good yeah to get to to talk about the beginning of the movie it's it does start out kind of promising and i'm really does yes so I'm not a I'm not a hardcore Halloween fan, but I I love John Carpenter and I love those first three Halloween movies. Even the third one, which I rewatched a couple of months ago, I understand that's that's a one where I understand why people didn't like it at the time because it's like, hey, what the heck? Where's Michael Myers? But that's one of those ones where if you're judging it now, looking back, it's a good movie, but it's just it pulls such a twist, such a left turn for the series that people didn't like it. But this, I, they were trying to do something like that with this and it was not good, but, but so anyways, long story short, I was kind of going in with no expectations and not really kind of judging it in any way before seeing it. And that beginning, I was like, okay, like I'm kind of with this, you know, yeah. they set up this interesting idea of this. They set up Corey enough to like him. Mm-hmm. But then it was like, well, what are we supposed to do now? And he accidentally kills this kid and it oh, kind of creates oh, oh, yeah. this interesting. I was even saying during the movie, like, this this is actually pretty interesting because it's like, what if what if that happened to you? What if you had to watch somebody's kid and you were a hundred percent responsible for killing them, but it was an accident. Like that would mess with your head and you would just be tortured forever by that. You know, that's an interesting situation. 
Yeah. But then kind of downhill from there, uh, <laughs> as we as we found out. Well, but but the Halloween series, much like all of the other really triumphant horror series, they've all had their what I always refer to as the snow or the bastard of the series. Um, you know, Halloween had Halloween three, Friday the Thirteenth had or had uh, part five, Nightmare on Elm Street had part two. Yeah, there's the, these these movies that didn't fit the series exactly. Um, and then for the record, don't ever go to a horror con and call out. Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 because one of the actresses will read you the fucking riot act on stage. It's really unpleasant. Um, <laughs> but this movie, uh, to T's point, the the cold open was really good. I mean, it, like it was going to set us up for something that we hadn't seen before. Now, I, I didn't realize it was going to take us so far out of left field that, I mean, I, I, for me... Michael Myers basically being a chud. Um, I didn't, I didn't like, um, Michael Myers running his own school of serial killers. I didn't like, <laughs> but there was a point and and this was the point that it just like, I was so mad that I wanted to walk out was that Michael Myers allowed his mask to be taken and used oh, by somebody else. Yeah. Well, that was the moment where I was like, you know what movie? You can kiss my ass. Because that would just, and at this point, I don't care if Michael Myers is 114 years old. <laughs> I don't care. He would not let that happen. He is, he's a supernatural factor and he's just not yeah, going to let that happen. And when that happened, I just. Either. That was the part that I found insulting where the, where Corey's holding up, you know, that, that bully cop for him to kill him. Like really, you could just, you could step out of the frame now, Corey. He's going to. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, it just. This this thought that he that a he needs some kind of help that, that b he needs some sort mm -hmm. of a protege to actually help him, and then to spend this entire movie with Laurie Strode being like some half-assed Martha Stewart where she's writing a book and she's baking muffins and doing all, I just, it, yeah, I mean, going from the 2018 movie, I this was such a colossal disappointment, and. <coughs> I, it, it's it's hard to believe for me that it's the same director because the first one was so good. It was so good and it set up the future of this franchise in the best possible place. And then I saw Halloween Kills, which was okay but not great. And then Halloween Ends, where it just was like, I like I you've got to be kidding me. Did they me. call the twenty? Like oh, this is yeah no. I do they call the 2018 Halloween? Is that just Halloween? Does that not have another title with it? Okay, so it's that's Halloween. like the official re yep. reboot of the series. Yeah, it's it's Halloween, but it's also the second Halloween because it's a direct sequel to the original. Right, right. Yeah, to Halloween two. It takes place after Halloween two. That's they pretend four, five, six. Resurrection and H two O don't ever happen. And, and yeah, <laughs> which for me is okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah, no, 2018 is great. Like I said, you know, more as like a dabbler with Halloween. I remember watching that one and just being like, "Oh, this is legitimately good." You know, and where they did the little reversal where Lori gets knocked off the balcony and lands on the ground, and then they come back. And 
gone and they yes. do that whole thing. That was all great. That should have been Halloween Ends, that movie. Like that should have ended the series. In a way. Yes. You're right. You're right. Right there. That should just been it. Blows him up at the end of that movie, you know? Um but the- Yeah, she yeah, she turns him into a s'more and then just <laughs> it's it's over. And that would have been perfect. That would have been perfect. But so yeah. Also, as a dabbler who d- doesn't know the lore as well, uh, I was actually kind of on board in the beginning of this movie because I was theorizing, as you know, mm-hmm. I thought what was happening, and I was completely wrong, but I was thinking that what was happening was that because the main character accidentally killed that kid and it was messing with his head. And the town was, townspeople were messing with him and being mean to him about it. And the whole thing with the, like the shadow of Michael Myers over the town, what I thought was happening was that he was basically sort of cracking up and thinking, I'm Michael Myers. I'm becoming Michael Myers. And and he like went and made his own costume and Mm. was like, I'm going to kill people and be Michael Myers. And that Michael Myers didn't exist in the story. And then like that whole, like uh, in the, in the sewers moment was a hallucination or maybe just, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, his, his mind breaking. So we have a lot of bets on that. We were really hoping that's the way it was going to go. And and I thought, oh, this is sort of a clever way to reinter- to introduce a new Michael Myers. Like, we have this new origin story for this character, which is sort of a twist on Michael Myers' origin story, where he kills the babysitter, right, as mm-hmm. a young kid. But we have now this guy who's the babysitter that kills the kid. Oh, oh. And then he... And now he's like the young, hip, new Michael Myers, basically. For the series. <laughs> yes. But I was wrong. Michael Myers was actually there. He lived, and and that he where he lived to me looked like for four a, years. Yeah, the guy was in prison for a couple of years, and there was also the time. So it was like, was it four years? I think it was only uh, ahead for two, two years. years. But at some point, somebody says that it was four years ago since since Halloween Kills. Yeah, yep, it's four years. Yep. And it kind of yep. looked like a hobbit hole, too, where he lived. Also, way too accessible. Like, it wasn't very hidden. <laughs> you know, it was yeah. under a fucking bridge next with to a, a hobo encampment. Yeah, with a community of homeless people who were living there. And, like, what, what, was he just picking those off? There was no evidence of that. No, it seemed like he was living in it peace seems with them. Pe- in peace. He was living in peace. In harmony with them. <laughs> Yeah, there was a point where I like for me, I thought that they alluded to like something of a transference where (laughs) where like the kid was. And 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 to be honest, if that would have happened, I I don't think I would have liked it, but I think it would have made the movie better. Isn't that what happened? Um, Yeah, they looked into into each other's eyes and all of a sudden both of their backgrounds were flashing. No, because at the at the very at the very end, who did who did Laurie Strode kill? She killed Michael Myers. Killed him. So. So I mean, if there would have been a transference, and then then the kid Corey, if Corey would have oh, taken over like... the role, yeah, like a tra- like yeah, like a like a psyche transference where I'm going to be you, you're going to be me, and I'm old, and I'm going to die, and so just shit happens, whatever. Um, but because I thought that too at first, but then that didn't even happen, were, and then it was just like, kind of both evil? oh great, now we're was, was Michael Myers less evil? Because yeah, no. 
Well, yeah, they have that scene where Michael Myers like grabs him by the shoulder, and then they start having those flashbacks. They had the Freaky Friday moment. Yeah, it was like Freaky Friday, exactly. They changed <laughs> also bodies. Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> too. Well, no, it had a very, it had a very uh, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre too, where he was like, "I'm gonna hold him yeah. for you, yeah. and you hit him, and we'll see what's gonna happen." You know, like he's trying to retrain Michael Myers to be Michael Myers, and it's like. You know, I don't care if Michael Myers is 700 years old. He's still going to be Michael Myers. He's, He's still, still going like, to you know, waking up straight up, just, which is like how everybody uh, reminds him. Like, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, but he woke up as a chud. He woke up as a chud in the sewer, and then his, like, knife was all rusty. So he hadn't done, he hadn't really done anything time too, for four years. Well, and that's hard to believe, yeah. right? I mean, it's very hard to believe. How was he feeding himself? Well, I, I, I honestly, how was he feeding himself ever? But I was like, <laughs> 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 he's going to McDonald's. <laughs> you just kill the whole store. <laughs> what you need for the rest of the month. <laughs> <laughs> but also, no, we're going to make sure they prep the food first. So, but the idea that he would lay low for for four years doesn't make sense because he's the kind of killer who just has to be out there killing if he can be so he if he's out there he's not just gonna live in that hole and hang out there he was just like sitting there with his thoughts trying to learn how to read (laughs) i don't know yeah no i think you're right but but he's also they're also leaning back on a little bit of like um say like four or five and six where there were some times where he was we'll call him dormant so i think they were even though they pretended those movies didn't exist, they took a little bit of war with them. Um, so I think that was fair. It was fair, but just the the fact that we spend most of this movie watching this kid devolve into something that honestly he just had he just had douchebag written all over him. Like even though he was sort of fighting the douchebags, he was like yeah, also yeah, the king turned, of the douchebags like the at the same boy. time. Yeah, he was unlikable. Yeah, exactly. No, he was- yeah. Yeah. yeah, and just and then, in the end, what happens to him? Both Lori and Michael take turns killing him. So it's like he wasn't really all that important anyway. <laughs> but they focused so much of the movie on him, and it was and like, what are, you, what are you doing to me? Here? Like, they had this whole like, no, Mama, I love well, him. Kind of exactly. like going on, and like I. And I was I was joking I was joking at, when we were watching it because. There, the romance is so unmotivated. Like, there's no reason for them to get involved together. That I was joking that the entire reason she was attracted to him was because he killed that kid, and she's like one of those serial killer groupies <laughs> who watches a lot of tr- true crime. <laughs> and she's like a true crime fan, and she's like, "Oh, he's hot. He killed that kid." <laughs> That was very dark. <laughs> that's, that's the only explanation because other than that, like, I thought it's because now there's a hot new trend with hot or you know making serial killers hot. What with like Dahmer and everything, <laughs> which I agree with that. No, I agree oh, wait, with that that's assessment. That's <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, you agree with what part? That Dahmer's hot, or you know? That they were like serial killers should be hot. <laughs> watching this movie. Yeah, I think Holly, Holly does have a thing for the the Dahmer actor because I because I, I, I heard about it in, I think that in the Hellraiser episode I think you right, mentioned a couple like, of times. So, he's age appropriate. I mean, it's if okay. You, well, if you need, <laughs> well, no, if you need some alone time, that's fine. I, I'm Peter not judging, Peter's not at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, no, it he's is great. 
Yeah, wasn't he from uh, like American Horror Story? Didn't he do a mm-hmm. bunch of yeah. seasons of that yeah. too? It's I mean, so apparently Holly's got a thing. He's Quicksilver yeah. in the X Men. Good for you, Holly. Too. Uh, oh yes, yes, but yes. It, it, it did seem <laughs> to weirdly connect with Dahmer going on the way that this guy is in this movie. Yeah. Weirdly connects to the. Dahmer it's the show. whole like, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, you know make all these killers like somebody you want to fuck. Mm-hmm. Which you know, oh, which kind of led us into the whole like we started reimagining the movie while we were watching the movie. We we're like. You know what would make this movie better? If he was an incel and he was totally like obsessed with Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> so we were going yeah. on and on about how what this movie could be different. Well, yeah, no, exactly. The, the idea that like if, if he just like if he just wanted to be like Michael Myers for no reason, he had no origin. He was just like, oh, I like Michael Myers. I think he's cool. I'm going to start doing what he did. Yeah, girls don't like just me anyway. Just do that, you know? It's like, if you're going to be... And that's what you're saying, Zombie, about uh, the movie where there's like... We spend so much time with him, that main character guy. What's his name? I don't Corey. Corey. It's Corey, everyone. Corey. That, Sorry. The way that the movie ends, when you know Michael Myers does show yeah. up, pretty much just negates the entire beginning of the first three quarters of the movie. It just doesn't matter anymore because it's like he not, if if he it, isn't yes. Michael, the new Michael Myers, then why does he matter? You know. Mm-hmm. Well, but there's another piece here. There's another piece I think that we're neglecting is that when we have this Corey character come in and he's going to be, you know, the Michael Myers protege in his school of serial killer 101, the, the, the thing that Corey does that Michael Myers never did is that Corey is killing for revenge against all these other people. Michael Myers killed because he wanted to and because you were close by. He never, he never went across town to seek somebody out to kill them. Okay. And this Corey guy does that. And he does that, you know, other than the homeless guy that he kills because it's just like happenstance, he goes out, like he kills the radio DJ. He, he goes and after like all the parents. And, the and so and it's like, the kids. So, yeah. correct, correct. But it was all motivated by a basically revenge. And that was not what Michael Myers was about. Good he was point. not about revenge. He was just, I am, I'm a killer. And I'm going to kill and you're in front of me. So guess what? You're dead. So, but I'm not going to go across town and get an Uber and <laughs> then like, you know, way. you know, tip that guy. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. You know? So I it just, and that's another one of the pieces that was just yeah. so bothersome to me. It's like all these people that were, because he's supposed to be, because to be perfectly honest, I could have bought the protege piece. If the guy was just pure evil for being the sake of being pure evil. But he wasn't. He was just angry and pissed off, you know. And it's like, so you're just the next school shooter. Yeah. So I don't. don't, Yeah, that's completely out of character for Michael Myers to let anybody live. Like it's just like how quite. I guess they they had the whole like, oh, he was weakened, so he needed help, and so this guy helped him. So, but a lot of people have tried to help Michael Myers, and it just never seemed to work out. Yeah, Michael Myers is meant to be like a force of nature. He's not a. Like a, he's not supernatural, but he's also not a person. You know what I mean? He doesn't go eat or sleep. 
you know, he just is there, standing there, and then he's in your house trying to kill you, you know? Wondering where Lori is. <laughs> yeah. <it's> like, <laughs> seeing where he lives was such a mistake. <laughs> you know, having that where it's like... <laughs> well, but I mean, but you're right, though. You're right, though, John. He was a force of nature, but he was never... He never broke down your front door, okay? He just, He's just in your was behind you. All of a sudden. Right? Whereas this guy broke glass, broke down doors, chased people, did all this other stuff, and it was just like... I mean, I would think... Yeah, I would think in this movie that even Michael Myers would be like, dude, you are so fucking this up. You just... We, no, we just... We sneak inside. We sneak inside, we hide in the closet, and then we're quiet for a while. And then when the time comes, <laughs> we come out and we stab the shit out of everybody. We don't... Yeah, I just... Yeah, I just it, it's like I, I imagine oh. if Michael Myers is going to take time off and live like in a homeless camp, I the way to do it, <laughs> the way to do it, it sounds so stupid when you, it, the thing is when you say it out loud in a very, yeah, in a very obvious like fucking hole and entry. But, but that's literally what he did. And incidentally, every time I see a hole now, is there going to be like a hole, like you know, like studio like apartment on the other side of that shit? With a couple of homeless people or killers. And incidentally, he lived alone. He didn't have any roommates, even though he's homeless. But he's <laughs> amongst those homeless people. It was clearly a weekend. Anybody could have moved in. And he killed that guy. It was weird because he killed that guy for kind of no reason. They were struggling over a knife because the guy was threatening oh, him with a okay, knife, wasn't right, he? Yeah. I guess so, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. It doesn't... I, I don't know. And even that little scene where like they're struggling for a knife and they're like, oh, who got stabbed? Clearly not the you know not the guy who's our main character, you know. I don't know. Like, there's no tension when you know what's going to happen. So I, I this movie mm-hmm. feels like it was definitely sort of like I get the strongest feeling that they basically w- made a movie where the, like the director and the producers or somebody whoever the top people at Blumhouse I think they made this movie sat in a room and said, what's the next Halloween movie going to be? And they said, and they came up with this outline for this movie. And then they handed that outline to a writer and said, make this into the movie. Because the outline, if you kind of describe the outline, it sounds okay as an idea, but the execution was so horrible though. Mm. And I feel like they did that. And then they said, but wait, we can't have a new person be Michael Myers because this is Halloween ends. And so we have to have Laurie Strode kill the real Michael Myers. So in the last 10 minutes of the movie, we'll have the real Michael Myers suddenly show up right where Laurie Strode is so that she can then, you know, whatever she did, stick a knife. She, uh, she kind of pinned him to her kitchen island mm-hmm. and then, you know, Started poking them with stuff, and and then they and that was just done as pure f- fan service. Like they didn't have the guts to commit to the idea of introducing a new Michael Myers with no guts. new character, and so they chickened out at the last minute and put Michael Myers in so that Lori could kill him. That's my theory. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's, like, oh, I it's, think o- it's I... obvious, like, what the, like, the major theme of this movie was, because, like, they bring it up during, like, the whole memoir bit, 
um, in regards to like you know Evil Never Dies, it just changes shape, and like even in the the opening with the pumpkin, you're already are alluding to that fact, which is the way that you know they're peeling back the mask, and then you see a new pumpkin arise. So this movie easily could have just been spun in the fact that you know Michael Myers was so evil that it just affected you know Haddonfield as a whole, and in his absence, you know. They were looking for a new boogeyman, and then, you know, basically, Corey was, like, the catalyst for all of that. And, you know, they they tried to do that, but it's just, like, every step of the way, things were just, like, spiraling further and further from, like, the direction that they wanted to go. Because, like, the whole, like, oh, look at me, I'm, like, riding a bike, and we're going to play, like, this chill acoustic indie music, which is, like, so out of, like, left field. I mean, I enjoy that part, but I enjoy the memes from this movie far more than the actual movie, um, which has been great. It's been entertaining. Um, but I, I think for me, the the one moment that a lot of people were overlooking that I left so hard at, and it's it's in the scene that I don't really care for, is like when they're actually at the bar and you know they're doing their whole like dance routine. There's a part in that where they're like doing a callback to the fucking like Real Housewives oh, meme with the well, cat. I don't, I don't, I miss that, <laughs> which is fantastic. <laughs> oh, there's a there's a part in there too where she where she gets like flashed. By the big flasher, the big flash guy that goes just and goes up. That was actually Nick Castle who oh, played man. the original Michael Myers. You know, so they they tried to give they tried to give us fans a little bit of sugar, and and I appreciate the effort. But this movie, in the end, if they would have if they would have stuck to the transference part, if they would have stuck to that and like moved on, I probably could have found a way to be okay with it. But. To John's point, and I think John is absolutely right here, they played to the fans in the end, and they had to have the final battle be between the two, between the enemy and the protagonist. They had to have that. Um, Well, I think you have to, yeah, but then it's like you you get to the very, very end of it, and it's like Michael Myers is purportedly dead, whatever, whatever dead means in Michael Myers' terms, but he's purportedly dead. And all the cops show up and someone's like, this isn't how this goes. And it's like, well, it is tonight. And it was like, there's yeah. our evil dies tonight line. But they didn't they didn't chant it. But then they put him in like the car parts shredder and he comes out like fucking meatloaf on the other end. And it was just yeah. like. Can we, can we go back oh, to the bar God, scene? Because there were so many like uh, unanswered questions in the movie yeah. just because of the writing that my, my brain just kept going to places that didn't mm-hmm. make any sense. Right. So, for example, when we were watching, we were watching the bar scene. Not the yeah. Well, there's the party scene where like the mom is there and kind of like you know attacks him a little bit. Right. And then after that, we're like, so weren't they rich? Why is she like hanging out at the fucking dive bar? And then we're like, well, maybe if all their money was tied up in that house and they really couldn't sell it after that kid died, <laughs> I guess they could really fall on hard times. And then the dad's there too, and they've separated, and he seems to be doing better in his daytime, but he's still at the same fucking bar. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it doesn't make sense. And it, like I said, my brain just kept going all these different directions about ex- trying to explain little tiny things mm-hmm. when there's no explanation at all. And they, they, Well, I think that was, that was the, that was the family coming apart after the kid died. So that piece of it I got. And, and to me, it was a little, almost a little bit mm-hmm. too much in your face. Like our kid died. So our lives, because I mean, they yeah, clearly so have really we, awesome now life. we're barflies. <laughs> we're barflies at the same bar. At the same bar. She has nights. I have days. Well, I, <laughs> I know people. Oh, yeah, I I've know seen people. it happen. It, I mean, it can, you know, and it can happen. And, and over a lot less than a child's death, to be perfectly honest. So, um, 
but yeah, I like, so I sort of got that part, but like to your point with the whole bar scene, it's like, they try too hard almost to be like, so I was responsible for a child's death, but I'm going to try to get my life back. And, and maybe it's a small town thing and maybe I just don't get it. Like in a small town where you know everybody and everybody knows everybody else. And, but I just, it seemed like the, the guy, Corey was like, I mean, just doing what we do sometimes. You just go out and you have some fun and maybe you have another cocktail, maybe one too many. But then there's somebody that shows up that knows your story and comes in there and just busts your balls hardcore and just fucking ruins your vibe. And I mean, and fair or not fair, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't. But I, I honestly kind of hated the fact that they brought the mother back as a negative – and the father back is a positive mm-hmm. later, you know, um, it just didn't, it just didn't jive for me. I just like, I didn't feel it in the right ways. And I was just like, I'm going to say it again. And I'm just gonna, I'm going to say it this one time and this one time only, and I will move <laughs> on. I fucking hated this movie. This movie sucked ass in the, like in the worst possible way. I, I know what they were trying to do, but they failed in every possible measure. Um, Still, there were certain little there are certain little spotlights of this movie that mm. weren't like okay and things that I like I, I got what they were trying to do, but in the in the sum total of the movie, they they didn't deliver on anything. You know, it was oh look, here's this thing happening, here's this thing happening, this will be good, this will be good, but then none of it was good. I, uh, so I never I, understood, uh, and yeah. this is not just this movie, but I I never understood Lori having kids. <laughs> I mean, you're being hunted by Michael Myers through the majority of your life. But at some point you like settle, you just want to settle down have a couple of kids. And then what's that strength? Strength the numbers. But there's weakness in pregnancy, man. That's a very vulnerable (laughs) situation. But so the, the girl was her granddaughter, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Because her daughter died in the pregnancy. No, in kills. In in kills. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cause I definitely didn't, it didn't feel like, Yes. She got were. killed really quickly in Kills, too. It was like, she's gone. And you're like, is that it? You're not going to give us, like, a bigger scene? No, it was... Uh, did you watch the same movie, Holly? Yeah, but it was wasn't at it, the like, at the, like, after she thought she defeated Michael Myers, and then he goes back to her house, and her kid's there, and her kid is played by Julie or Judy Greer? And wasn't he... Like, wasn't she... But was, Judy Greer, she, that like, was at the was end. Window, was at the and then end. she got attacked, and that was it? Or did, am I forgetting the part? At the end. Yeah, at the end. I can't. Well, she was killed quickly, but it was at the end of the movie. I guess it depends on how you define real quick. Yes. Just like real quickly. Thank you for translating. It wasn't like a word. I We have to we have to translate Holly here. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it felt like uh, there was no real relationship in this one between Laurie Strode and the granddaughter. It was just kind of like, oh, she's the granddaughter. <laughs> the granddaughter is like, you're just obsessed with death, Grandma. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, it was. You're gonna her about my yeah, it was. It was. It was stilted. It was stilted. Not super. I mean, it was, it, it felt, honestly, it felt more like a, like a parent kid thing, but like coming off in all and the wrong her, ways. Yeah. 
Just like, hey, I know better than you. Oh, do you? Yes. Well, I have to wait six years before I learn that lesson. I just, yeah, it was not. Uh, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis's role was pretty lame in this movie, too, because she just kind of, like, was not really an active character in the story. She would just kind of appear here and there and mm -hmm. be writing in her journal and sort of commenting on what's happening. And it didn't really feel connected to the story. Yeah. It kind of just was like, oh, let's go check in with with Laurie Strode and mm -hmm. see what she's doing. And uh, and it, she should have, it felt like they were trying to make her into sort of like the doctor character, like uh, mm -hmm. Donald Pleasance in the first movie, where she's kind of the expert on Michael Myers and she knows what's going on. But they didn't really, it didn't really play out that way. Oh, God, I love your I love your insight, John. I hadn't even thought about that. I think, that's I think what you're they were absolutely going for, right. But it didn't. Um, no, I, dude, I think you're totally right. It, and it's uh, it, you're making me think about this and trying to make, trying to make me like this movie more. I can't, but you're trying to make me like it more. I think I think you're right. But I mean, taking from the first movie where she was such a badass and such like ready for battle, and then going into the second movie where she spent the entire movie on a hospital bed doing nothing. And then in the third movie, she's fucking Martha Stewart. So I, yeah, I just, the whole, the whole progression. Um, I love the first movie, tolerated the second movie and loathe the last movie. And I don't think anything can change that for me. You know I just, I don't, I don't think it can. You know, it was weird too, seeing like her progression in this movie, because at the start, like she's playing matchmaker for, for Allison uh, and Corey in this case. And then once she starts to see the change, uh, in Corey, uh, that's when, you know, she really yeah. flips the script and she starts to see uh, Michael Myers in Corey. And that's at the point where she's like trying to like break them apart, basically. And then you have like that really weird moment with Allison on the back of the motorcycle and she's like, let's burn it all down. What, are you I'm so like, angry what the about fuck it? is going on? <laughs> but, and then that's the other thing, like that whole well, conversation uh... she has with um, the dad of the kid who got killed. At the beginning, where it's like, it's in the eyes. That's oh, just not yeah. the same guy. It's in the eyes. I'm like, seriously, yeah. assholes? That's what we're yeah. going with today? Well, that's where it heavily implied that Michael Myers was mind-controlling mm -hmm. or possessing. Or somehow just, you know, give, sharing energy or evilness with this guy. And that's a problem, too, because Michael, at least as far yeah. as I know, Michael Myers is not Jason He's not supernatural or you know, he's, he's like a real a person. Dude. Yeah, he's like a real person. Uh, and so they seem to be trying to sort of add in supernatural powers mm -hmm. for him in this movie, which is weird. Especially like at the last minute, if it's the last movie, right? Well, it, it could. Well, yeah, but I mean, it kind of depends on what storyline you follow. Because I mean, if you go through the entire series of movies, I mean, yeah. you can only be. Shot, burn, stab, uh, coat, coat hanger in the eye, sewing needle in the shoulder. So many, so many times before you just die from blood loss, right? I mean, so I mean, he to me, he's always been a little bit supernatural, like, but I don't know to what level. I, I, he's, I don't think he's Jason supernatural, but he's definitely got some like supernatural steroids that he takes a shot of and goes, "Oh, I'm back. Let's go. I got my knife," you know. Um, but this one portrayed Michael almost 
and I, this is me and what I took away from the whole thing is almost sort of mm. feeble. He was almost sort of feeble, you know? And what I got is that he was using this like young kid to sort of like regain his power and regain his strength. Um, but the kid doing what the kid did, it was like, honestly, I think the kid did it because he wanted to, not because of any other, any other force. I think he met Michael Myers, saw what he was, pulled him out of his chud hole and was like, we can, we can go on and we can do some great things together. But I still just don't see Michael Myers like leading a school of like serial killer one one I just, mm-hmm. I, I don't see it, you know? And uh, trying to, when you see the last Michael, like at the very end of this movie, when he's like being pinned to the butcher block countertop with the knives and whatever else, it was like, mm-hmm. this is the weakest I've ever seen this character. He, he's, he's bringing almost nothing to the table really. Um, and they gave this kid, like, I think to your earlier point, like, this is going to be the new Michael Myers. Yeah. But then Michael yeah. killed him. So, so it's like. not the new Michael Myers. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. And they definitively kill Michael Myers. Too. Yeah. So it's like, no, they basically end the movie with no, there's no, I mean, ends would be appropriate name for this movie because there is no open-ended aspect to this movie, really. Yeah, I mean, short of short of what he was shredded into being sent out to a farm somewhere and some feral hog eats the remnants of Michael Myers and all of a sudden pulls out an eighteen inch long kitchen knife, and just I and then but I don't know what what, what do you call that afterwards? I, it's and not I Halloween they were anymore. Do, I don't know if you remember. I, I, one I don't of the know. predictions I thought they were going to do was so when at the end of the movie when the main guy gets killed and mm-hmm. he's laying on the ground mm-hmm. and then there's the whole fight with Michael Myers. Oh, the body and I, I was like, they're going to show, they're going to go back and they're going to show that the guy is gone. Mm-hmm. And like movie. as the traditional Halloween thing where we thought he was dead, but he actually left. He can be the new Mike, but they oh. didn't even do that. They didn't. And that would have been an opportunity to sort of been to sort of do the, you know, oh, he's the new Michael <laughs> Myers, you know, it's just, and, but, it felt so weirdly yeah. fan servicey and forced the way that they, when they get Michael Myers, they make this big point of showing him be unmasked and that you see that it is in fact the old guy who it should be and he's burned. So we know it's him because he has the damage from the previous movies on him. So they like really go out of their way to be like, this is Michael Myers here for 100%. And then they put him in that wood chipper or whatever, that grinder and show him grind up. And, and it's, you know, the camera's directly on it. And it's just like, it's so clear that they're just like, we want the audience to be 100% certain that we are killing Michael yeah. Myers here. There is no doubt. No wiggle no, room. Yeah, no wiggle room. We're, we're spelling it out for the audience that this is Michael Myers and he is dead. And it's kind of like, okay. I but, guess. Yeah, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> why, why, though? Yeah, exact, exactly. But then you get to the end and it's like you watch it and then you almost feel like the director went, wait, what? We killed him? Oh, shit. Like, as, you know, like, 
I, the, the, but I had no. Like, as <laughs> big Halloween fans, is that what you have always wanted out of the series to see Michael Myers definitively killed? Is that like, because it feels like they're like, we're given the, this is what the Halloween fans want. You is that know, what you guys wanted? Well, I'll, I'll pose this question to to Zombie. Um, you know, during the marketing at one point, they kind of allude to the connection between Laurie and Michael as something more akin to, like, Pumpkinhead in regards to if I die, you're going to die, too. So I don't know if you would have been more open to that over, you know, what we got in as the end result here. Well, they definitely talked about it in the movie, and like she mentioned at a point where it's like the only way he's going to die is if I die too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as far as that part of it goes, I would say no. I, I think that I think that the one can die and the other one can go on and live a reasonably happy life as Mother Stewart baking muffins and boning the sheriff's deputy guy in Japan watching the cherry blossoms. I mm-hmm. think that that could totally happen. Mm-hmm. Um, at, to the earlier point about watching Michael Myers being fed into a metal shredder and he comes out looking like sponge cake. Um, I, <sighs> do I want him to die? No. Do I think that it's okay that he dies? Um, yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, I've been watching these movies for 40 plus years. Uh, I, it's, it's okay that there's an end. What I'm saying is that this movie as a whole was the shittiest possible send-off a serial killer could have ever gotten. <laughs> it just was awful. Um, it, going back to the trailer and what we talked about and what this movie was marketed as, it was marketed as a battle, okay, a battle. And the battle was the last seven minutes of the movie. The rest of it was shit that I don't care about, and I don't know why it was even filmed. Um, you know, having Allison and Lori, a grandmother and a granddaughter, be left over to fight the fight could have been a very spectacular thing. They had Allison going down the road of falling for the dipshit bad boy. I killed a child earlier, so I'm horribly scarred. Boo-hoo, poor me. And Lori as turning into fucking Susie Homemaker. No, none of that made any fucking sense. If there's going to be a battle, first of all, they should not have waited four years to have the battle. Um, But it could have, I mean, this is a series about a guy who goes through and terrorizes a town, okay? In this movie, he didn't terrorize anybody, okay? He killed a bunch of homeless people, a bunch of asshole high school kids that nobody gave a shit about anyway, and then like, a radio DJ guy who was just a dipshit anyway. So it's like, there was no terror in this movie. There was no terror. None. Like, I did not care. When, I didn't care. The doctor, his, his nurse that he was giving the old ham fist on the side. Uh, we killed, uh, we killed her, I think. But I mean, it, but that's the kind of the point. It's like Michael Myers mm-hmm. did next to nothing except exist be stuck in a crack, reclaim his rusty knife, be something of a mentor to this half-crazed, dimwit dipshit that I hated through the whole entire movie, and then got stabbed to a table and fed into a wood chipper at the end. 
Like, I'm, I'm sorry, that's not a befitting send off to Michael. But it's just not, you know. And the battle that was advertised to the trailers, it didn't happen, you know. So, I mean, to to T's point, hands down, the best bait and switch ever in the history of time. And Without it's, a doubt, it's, yeah. it's weird too because of how much fight we actually saw from Michael in the past two movies in this trilogy too. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're basically getting like a complete 180 compared to like what we were kind of like setting the table for for a big finale at this point. Um, but, you know, like for the most part, like, yeah, it, it definitely did like tension. You know, they had a couple of jump scares or attempts, like primarily like with Corey, like sneaking up on uh, Lori, you know, doing like the callback to the hiding oh, behind yeah. like, the bushes, basically, uh, as like the stalker. Uh, um but I, like for for me personally, like going in, like one of my bigger gripes was knowing that you know Darcy made a, a cameo in this as like the the radio assistant, and they did, they cut her they cut her kill in the movie, so we're not going to get to see it until it's actually out like on DVD. Yeah, no, this was I just I, this it felt like they were trying to make a movie where they were rebooting the series with a new yeah. Michael Myers. If it was really going to be the last one, it should have been more rounded or more focused on Michael Myers. More on, and Michael and Laurie. Absolutely. Yeah. Like we had half a movie of just character development for Corey. For this other character that has nothing to do with anything. Exactly. And, and to, and to have it be like, not even a, a successful part of the franchise, like to him just to die in the same movie he was set up. Like, yeah, like that. What's the fucking point to lose like thirty minutes of your, the last movie of your franchise to a brand new character that you're not even going to dedicate, you know, anything else to? It's yeah, yeah, it, it yeah, no. senseless is what it is. And they also, I, I also want to just point out they did we make this weird attempt to sort of incorporate elements from the third one, which mm-hmm. is the one about the masks, where he, mm-hmm. you know, he at first was was dressing up as Michael Myers, I guess, killing pe- a f- person or two. But then he chooses that scarecrow mask, right. basically, which sort of, I guess, was a nod to uh, the third one. Mm-hmm. But it was so weak and kind of, didn't matter that it just felt like they were doing just as fan service again, where, but it had no real connection to anything, but it felt like they basically, Mm -hmm. so they market this movie as the final battle between Laurie Strode and Michael Myers. But what they did was made a movie where the first three quarters of it is creating a new version of Michael Myers. And then, uh, inserting a fan service fight at the end between Michael Myers and Laurie Strode for the last 10 minutes of the movie. Right. And incidentally, you were saying that a lot of those fight scenes in the trailer were not in the actual movie. Like, why did those get cut? Why? So we can make room for all those flashbacks to the original movie where you're just taking up space. People fucking know what happened, okay? Oh. God, yes, Holly. God, fight. yes. Oh. No the flashbacks? I don't even... <laughs> well, I mean, no reason, but it, like to your point, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm sitting here in this chair or my couch or wherever I'm sitting yeah. because I already know what happened before. <laughs> like you, you don't need to show it to me again because who, who went, who in their right goddamn mind went to this movie? I've never seen a Halloween. Nobody. This sounds interesting. I want to go to nobody. 
like, like everyone's already been there. So, I mean, the flashbacks were, they were lazy. I think they were, but I think they were put in place of probably of things that got cut out that would have made even less sense than this movie did overall. It's a, (laughs) <laughs> that's what people want but then i just feel like uh i love it when um directors are so careful with every minute of their movie where everything is supposed to come together in a certain way whereas this one it's like really did you have that much extra time i don't know well the magical part here is that how did the person that directed yeah. halloween 2018 also it's direct the, this right movie? it was well, how the writing for sure like, it's I, the story and that could have been out of his hands yeah. is the thing. And with yeah. a movie this big, it might be out of his hands in terms of, like, yeah. different it, it has that made-by-committee feeling to it, where it's like puzzle pieces being moved around. And, oh, you know, executives good point. and producers are like, put this here and put that there and add this, you know, kind of thing. And who on. are Corey's, like, Hollywood connections? Because for fuck's sake... They gave him half of the last movie of the biggest franchise in horror. Well, right, and that's the thing, right? It's like they went. It seems like they're introducing the new Michael Myers, but then they definitively kill him mm-hmm. and the real Michael Myers. So they didn't reboot or introduce anything. It's just where it's literally the end. Except we know it's not the end because, of course, they're going to make more Halloween movies. But it's just like. They I, they had to have chickened out. They it, they must have been setting this guy up to be the new Michael Myers, and then they he chickened tested badly out. or something. Yeah, like he tested they, badly. <laughs> that's the that's the committee part. That's where it John has it right. Where the committee went? No, 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 no. This guy is not going to well, be that's we'll the new one later. Yep. Yeah, and that's kind so, of the weird thing, yeah. right? So now we're going to have to set up this co- comparing it to Dahmer. They tried to set up this guy who is like, oh, he's sort of, he's a bad boy. He's killed. Peter but, Evans would have done great in this movie. Mm-hmm. But he's he's cute and the girls like him and he's, you know, he's romantic. Like that's such a <laughs> weird way to set up the new Michael Myers, you know? Like yeah. why is Michael late. Myers meant to be like a sexy, cute? Hollywood guy is that and if you're gonna go that way give me a sexy cute Hollywood guy <laughs> well exactly because I mean if, if you look back at all the other all the other movies the bad guy the bad boy oh, the yeah. leather jacket or the guy with the cool van whatever else never made it more, <laughs> never made it more than five yeah. minutes in the rest of the movies never did I mean exactly they were fucking cannon fodder so it's like how do you take this guy and make him the call it the future killer slash protagonist? You can't do it, you know. And to John's point about someone on a committee went, yeah. "Wait a minute, nope, nope, no, 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 no." And then they got to the end and they went, "Oh shit, everyone's dead." So, you know, and so is Laurie Strode the next Michael Myers? I mean, does Laurie Strode go nuts? Because to be perfectly honest, I don't want to watch that. I would. I think I'd I think I'd like Halloween yeah. three part two better than I would well, like Laurie Strode as is the killer. That's what they were seemingly kind of so, setting uh, up with that twenty eighteen Halloween movie was that she Laurie had sort of been the victim for so long in that she had changed and like become so strong that now it was like not only 
she was sort of going beyond just defending herself and being like, yeah, she wasn't on the defense. defense. Now she, she was on offense. Now yeah. she's on the offense, and now she's the killer, you know? But. Well, ex- exactly. Yeah. And if you wait, if you wait 40 years for that, it has to be good, right? And it was good. And that's the whole thing. But then you get into the, you get into Halloween kills, and it's like, honestly, that's where things started to fall apart. And this, this movie. Uh, Halloween ends. They took everything that sucked about Halloween Kills and just doubled down on it. They just, you know what, we're gonna. Suck I remember all the way. when and we reviewed God, Halloween Kills. T. Yeah, <laughs> you were just... pretty upset <laughs> and because I'm not super invested. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The the idea there that idea that they try to yeah. introduce in that movie of Michael Myers' influence mm-hmm. being so strong that it affects somehow magic people. Oh wait, and kills. Okay, yeah, and kills. Like who's and the they, real monster? And they tried to sort of carry that over a little bit. It seemed like into this movie. Yeah, at the end where everybody came out to like see and be like chipped in or crushed into little but the, cubes. That's an idea that is interesting, but it's not that strong or that great of an idea. But it's yeah. interesting. But it, I don't think it's strong. They they feel it feels like they're basing these new movies on that idea where that's a huge component of the story is his yeah. his effect on the on his society effect. on his on his community. Yeah, and it's like. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, where where the real monster is us, right? That's the whole thing. The real monster (laughs) is us. And no, it turns out that the real monster is the guy that stabs people willy-nilly in the neighborhood because he fucking feels like it. That's who the real monster is. And I I get what they tried to do, but it fell flat. Every couple of episodes, we have to say the words. Turns out it's man. Man is the real monster. Of course. Yeah, but 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 really, mm. in the end, you know, the monster was really Corey, who's basically oh, trying to Kanye, is, you know, out. Michael Myers, as if he was peace with, <laughs> yeah, you know, he, just upstaging him. You know, when you say Kanye, can just taking a spotlight. It's not about you, Corey. Jeez, sit back down. I I literally I can't see <laughs> any way that Corey is likable or someone that you would root for. In any way other than the whole kind of true crime Dahmer, like, isn't it kind of sexy and hot that the killer, you know, the killer is sexy and hot. <laughs> like, that's, it feels like that's, you yeah. know, they were really That's where they were going. Because how like. is he in any way likable in any other way? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? At the very beginning when he was like a nice clean cut yeah. boy. And the then, you know, and then you feel sorry for him for all the shit that's happening. But then like that, that likability doesn't cross over. Like you don't feel there's a, I can't remember where in the movie, but it was fairly early on in the switch where you're like, Oh fuck this guy. Like there wasn't yeah. like, you don't feel like, like he's like a tortured person or so, you know what I mean? Like a tortured soul. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's very, um, it, he loses traction really quick. They, we we just know he's a tortured soul because literally they just tell you he's a tortured soul. Yeah, you don't and I'm not falling it. for that again. 
Yeah, you don't see it. <laughs> it. They literally do the jump, the time jump cut where yeah. it goes from him killing the kid to where he's now Ben Root. We don't even know what's How much funny. Time or, yeah, know. what happened? Yeah. Like, yeah. And did in he... a way, that's interesting. Where they don't tell you, did he go to jail? Didn't he go to jail? Did he get off scot free? Mm-hmm. Or did he get probate? We literally know nothing. Which, on one hand, is sort of interesting, but yeah. also it hurts. Like we don't know anything about him so we can't get behind him in any way and then like we should talk about his parents which were such like cliches too the like, parents of the kid yeah or, like, or Corey like uh, Corey's parents like oh, his God, mom that's right. like his parents. mom yeah. Ugh. they did the whole they did uh, and this is like rolling my eyes is hard, like this reinforces the true crime theory <laughs> yeah the serial killer theory because they make his mom such the like the serial killer maker. <laughs> serial killer maker, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah, when your mom is, yeah, when your mom is oh, banging the guy that owns or when a junkyard, she, like, your tries future to kiss is him on the mouth. Right. Yes. Yeah. And then Just, he's like, God, oh. and then his dad's right there. You're like, Jesus, what and is he, happening? And she. <laughs> Well, but they even they even bring the they bring a certain level a certain level of negativity in early on when they're at the convenience store and Lori Strode shows up and she's like, "Do you want to do it or should oh, I?" Yeah. When she has the knife and she like pops a tire, and it's like, so they they're trying to keep Lori uh, into this like mm-hmm. badass sort of, but then they don't do anything to propagate it. They just like okay, so you, you caught a tire. Okay, well, the last movie I saw, you were in the hospital. In the previous movie, you had, like, 17 shotguns pointed out all of your windows and floodlights. So it's, like, it's just it's just not viable, I think, was the thing for me. It's, like, I just I just didn't care anymore. It was, like, I don't think you're that person anymore. So I mentioned before we started recording the show that lately, for the last several months, I've been not looking at any promotional material or articles about movies I want to see before I see them to see them more fresh. Sure. Uh, the only thing that I read about Halloween ends before I saw it was the official little blurb that they write. Okay. You know, it's like the blurb that would be on the back of the Blu-ray kind of thing or on the description for like Netflix or whatever. And it has a little thing in that blurb about how Lori is trying to change her life and live a life of peace and harmony or something like that. And literally the only reason I know that that's what she was trying to do in the movie is because I read that thing before the movie. Otherwise there was really, I wasn't, there was nothing that showed me like, Oh, I don't want to be that violent person that wants to kill Michael Myers anymore. Now I want to be peace and love. Uh, Except for like when people talk shit to her, she has to just take it. Yeah. Which happens twice. Which is. Well, which would be, which would be great until the scene where she is in the room and she has the pumpkin and she is still, in some way, shape, or form, completely prepared for what's going to oh, go on. Yeah. She's like, she, she, she thought I'd kill him. myself. Oh, yeah. Was that, this, and it's like, there so, was that scene where she was putting the gun to her head, right? She was doing it for his Yeah, she called in her own suicide to the cops. She called it in to the cops. And then, so she was bidding the hook. But it's like, at this point, it's like, you're bidding the hook with a minnow mm-hmm. to catch a perch. It's like, so, uh, Why? 
Like it just doesn't make any sense. You know, it just, uh, there's plus, so many parts of this just absolutely fell flat. The other thing just, I kept thinking uh, of, instead yeah. of writing a book, she should have had a true crime podcast. Yeah. About Michael Myers. Cause it, that makes so much more sense in yeah. today's world that that's what she would be doing. She would have a podcast about Michael Myers and mm-hmm. serial killers. That'd be her thing. She'd be she'd have like a million subscribers. <laughs> well, and like, I think the only, the only too. reason they didn't though is because of um, the zombie movies. And then get into the first into the first Halloween with, where they had the podcasters that were following. Around. I think that's the reason they mm-hmm. didn't do that, though, because they had done it once before. Well, they could have also spun it where, like, had she released her memoir, you could have used that as almost like an influence to be the next Michael Myers, too. Well, sure, exactly, but there was no reason for this kid to. There wasn't any reason. There was no mm-hmm. for me in the movie. There was no discernible reason for him to be that mad yeah. and to be like. This is the route that I have to take. There, and was, there no, was no reason for her granddaughter uh, to be so. There was no impetus for it from the get go. You know? By the way, she pursued him hard, and we're all just kind of like we were just like staring at each other, like really. Yeah, no. She I just guess. looks at him, and then she was like, "That one, I want it. that one." Yeah, she. I want the sad one in the window. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even even after like Lori's playing matchmaker. <laughs> Like, cause I know a lot of people who would like, if you try to like send someone up with someone else, be like, no, fuck that. Like, we're not, we're not doing this. <laughs> well, and, well, and this could have been the movie where they had Allison really rise above, like really become, you know, you're sort of super, I'm going to, I'm going to, well, but I'm going to like, I'm going to wax yeah. this guy once and for all. And she didn't do any of that. She just was like. She just laid down by the tracks and waited for the You know, the it would have been neat if like, they made him a stronger doing? character, I, I, the Corey this... character, and then, yeah, somebody who became the new Michael Myers for better reasons that were written, and then make Allison, like, the person who was taking over her grandma for fighting him, you know? Like, that would have been kind of neat. Well, also, it didn't, their romance between them didn't matter or it make any difference in at the all. story. I thought there was going to be a moment at the end which would have made total logical sense where she had to decide between her grandma and her boyfriend well that and also where Lori is like oh my god like she's in danger he's gonna do something to her i have to save her that never happens she doesn't save her granddaughter from him at any point she never even gets the chance to do that really cheesy part in movies where she goes no Corey, choose me choose love Mm -hmm. don't listen to my yeah yeah, exactly i was pretty sure that was gonna happen and it didn't don't be Michael Myers. I'm glad it didn't happen because it's a really cheap shot. But also, it's like you didn't even, you did nothing. <laughs> yeah, it didn't matter that they had a romance. Yeah, I guess at least he got laid. Good for him, I guess. Oh yeah, and they made a point of showing man sex, which was weird. They did that morning after scene, which yeah. was, again, like why? I mean, okay, they had sex, but why does that matter? <laughs> I don't know. And why was he so angry at the DJ? Was it because he, you know, he talked? You know, back to him that one time they were they were on his roof. The DJ and the nurse doctor or whoever the those nurse two who kills was slipping her way to the middle. Those two kills were character like they just inserted those characters. It was like, hey, here are these characters you've never seen before. Now we're going to spend a minute with them because they're going to get killed. And also scissors <laughs> to cut up a tongue. I mean, yeah, fun, I guess, but it's just like. 
I guess. Yeah, like I hate to complain about a gory scene, <laughs> but cutting it the the tongue off with the scissors seemed really out of character for him. Yeah, like a little bit of nonsense. I think did zombies video freeze? I think so. He zombified. I know he did. He has to log. If he can hear us, he has to log out and log if back. If you can in. hear us, <laughs> if you can hear us. Blink twice. There he he'll, is. He'll log out and come back in. Yeah, we'll catch him next episode. Anyway. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sure he'll be back soon. Oh. But yeah, no, it's just... It, this movie was definitely a mess in terms of not really telling a coherent story. I did um, I did like that they played the misfits and the cramps. And yeah, I was yeah. like... <gasps> and Dead Kennedy. Oh, that's right. Dead Kennedy. So yeah, they like, right. Give him that. Although... They played the mm-hmm. Dead Kennedys in that club because they say Halloween yeah. in the songs. And I think that's literally the only reason why. Well, they didn't play the Halloween Misfits song, so I guess that's okay. True. They true. had to pick one. They probably couldn't afford They couldn't afford both for, of them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were like, you got All right, guys. <laughs> They're like, it's been a while since Dead mm-hmm. Kennedys. I don't know if Dead Kennedys, are they in other movies? I don't even know. Dead Kennedys? Sure, yeah. I'm sure. But, I mean, they've been around forever. Yeah, and this was Sorry. Blumhouse, right? Yeah. Isn't, aren't they the ones who made this? So they were like, okay, can we afford a second Halloween song? Or, mm-hmm. you know, put that money towards some blow. They're and everybody like the, was like, blow, please. They're like the Monopoly horror studio right now, I swear. Them and A... A24. Yeah, and um, mm-hmm. who else yeah. is putting out shit right now? Those are like the majors mm-hmm. for sure for horror Blumhouses. I mean, they do. I think they do The Conjuring, right? Isn't that a Blumhouse? They've done plenty of stuff I liked, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't. I mean, I know we've been throwing lots of tomatoes at these people, but and yeah, and also not to be like uh, too like hot take, but this movie also felt like uh, I would almost compare this to the third new Star Wars movie. Um, Star, what was it? The, the Rise of Skywalker. The new, the latest one, the last Last one. Last Jedi. Where it was so obvious that they had been reading internet forums and looking at YouTube videos of people critiquing. Mm -hmm. And then they went and they rewrote the movie and reworked it to accommodate internet opinions. And I think that happened with this movie too. And I just, it's like, don't do that. Filmmakers. We're all assholes. Don't listen to us. It's like, don't (laughs) listen to the internet and don't listen to the hardcore (laughs) fans, quote unquote, who are, you know, yeah, yeah. Just like come up with your story and commit to it. And do it. Because that's the thing. Like, they didn't commit to their story. Which I feel... I really... My theory is is that this movie was supposed to be that Corey guy... Taking over the franchise. And that Michael Myers wasn't even supposed to be in this movie. I think... I think Michael Myers was supposed to be in his head... In the original script for this, the first three quarters of this movie, I think Michael Myers was in his head, and he was just cracking up, and he was like, "I'm the new Michael Myers," and and it was always imagined. Yeah, and then he kills, 
you know, and Jimmy he Lee kills Curtis, everybody. Yeah, and including Jimmy Lee Curtis. And then it's him going after you know the granddaughter, and then there's the future of the franchise. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And then they can continue on from there. And then they decided that they had to go for that fan service and say, "Well, no, no, we'll we'll actually bring in the real Michael Myers, and we'll have Laurie definitively kill him for real then, this time. And then fans will be happy. They'll like it. They'll they'll love the movie because that happened." <laughs> It's like, no, no. Nope. Yeah, and, and then the, the internet, internet roasted like that, them would come to for the movie. And so it's like, you can't win. Which really is what happened win. with Star Wars, too. You just can't win. They tried to follow, they tried to make everyone happy. They looked mm -hmm. at everyone's opinions on the internet, tried to make everyone happy, and then failed to make anyone happy. <laughs> They didn't make the hardcore fans happy, and they didn't make mm -hmm. the casual fans happy. Hey, guy. Hey. No problem. <laughs> you're back on. Sorry, sort of. man, I oh, took a shit. Now you're back out. <laughs> but yeah, so there it is. Yeah, it was a failure. I hate to say that. We, yeah. I, I swear, we try to be positive. We, I mean, it's exciting, you know? Yeah, I try to be real positive. And I love Jamie Lee Curtis, you know? None of this is her fault. And I hope Jamie Lee Curtis got that bag. I hope she got that paycheck. Bag of money? Yeah. Because <laughs> she's an executive producer on this, and she should be... She's I, she's the icon of the series as much as Michael Myers is, and so she should get paid out for making these even though it sucked, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I hope she got paid, which she did, and, uh, you know, what, what will the next... Why is Zombie holding the phone like he's taking a call or something? <laughs> Why is Zombie holding the phone like he's taking a call or something? It's oh. I'm just, my phone sucks, so I'm trying to hear you. The Zombie Studio. <laughs> Yeah, he's just it's trying to make it uh, even more chaotic on Halloween. Ends. Found your ear. That's what it is. Um, so yeah, so I don't know. I mean, <laughs> speculation about like yeah, what they could much. possibly do for another completely Halloween. different story. Maybe the obsessed in cell that we've pitched. Maybe they'll watch this. Gonna be like, that's what we're doing. Yeah, and then we're gonna set him after the granddaughter. Boom. Oh, and, and not to give them too much mm -hmm. credit, but I also kind of wondered and suspected. Because you know how um, one of the, the sort of lore of the Halloween movies with John Carpenter is that when he made the third Halloween movie, he made it because he wanted Halloween to be this series where you could have, like, different stories and it didn't have to center around Michael Myers. And I feel like that that's maybe another thing they were trying to go for with this by having that guy Corey be... Yeah. The alternate Michael Myers, but wearing that uh, scarecrow mask, where it's kind of like, oh, we could tell like a different story each one going forward with different people influenced by Michael Myers and the mask or something Ooh. like that. But well, maybe, but that scarecrow mask was also very reminiscent of the original. Michael oh, mask on. from 1978. If you look at the visuals of it and you put it side by side, oh, it's basically the same mask, just in a little bit different form. So 
I think they were trying to capture that, but like I thought again, that was a reference tone of the whole movie to didn't the quite third get one with the mask, you know, with the different masks that make people, you know, go whatever. I, I watched it recently. Yeah, turn it, turn into a pile of bugs yeah. and die. Yeah, or uh, yeah, season exactly. Well, but then. Well, yeah, but then also, also Halloween Kills. There is a call it an Easter egg or whatever else to all the original masks when all the kids are at the playground. There's oh, a man. there's a shout out there to the original masks from Halloween Three because they they have all of them. They have the the pumpkin, the goblin, and then the help me out here, oh, T. Yeah. Help me out. The skull, the skull. That's what. Yeah. It was. yeah. Yeah, the original three masks from Halloween three. And aren't the so they, they throw those out in Halloween Kills, or is that the other movies where you had the pumpkins moving towards the screen in the opening credits? Is that all of them, or is that the third one mainly? I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, the the pumpkins are in basically all oh, okay. of them, but the this was more. Okay. It was more the yeah, because there was an the element to that opening credits that felt like the third one. Mm-hmm. Couldn't quite yeah, put my finger on it. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Are anybody? Have you guys seen any positive reviews of this movie? It feels like I I, this would get all negative reviews. Yeah, I haven't heard anything positive from friends and family. Friends, my family doesn't. Want Not really. Like most of like the bigger yeah, like genre yeah. publishers are all reading it like to I guess there's a petition out I've there seen. to get it reshot. Yeah. Oh God, really? Yeah. The Snyder cut. There's a petition out there to get it reshot. Oh God. Really? Yeah. Oh, sign me up. <laughs> then maybe sign there is up. something to it. God. The idea that it does. You know, it feels like this movie was good. chopped, mm. chopped up and done weird stuff with that there may be an, a, a different version of this movie floating out there that was intended mm-hmm. you know I'm thinking um, all I, I keep thinking about that question you asked about like seeing Mike Myers put through the shredder and then you asked like is that what you guys wanted and even though like it's um, I I wouldn't consider myself like a diehard Halloween fan I mean I'm a fan I like it but I was thinking like yeah there's something so anticlimactic about seen him get demolished where it's like yeah but it's there's no there's no uh there's no there's nothing fun about it there's nothing satisfying about it there's just nothing i don't have any i didn't have any feelings with that so i don't know what exactly what they were trying to create what kind of emotion we were supposed to feel there there's no sense of like relief or like like oh phew like (sighs) we did it you know, no, it's just like a, uh, I guess. Yeah, no, it's just kind of like, okay, you killed him. I mean, and plus I think we want, as horror fans, we want the killer, the Freddy, Jason, Michael, mm-hmm. to be out there. That they they aren't necessarily dead. Maybe yeah. they are out there and they're lurking. You want, yeah, you want the good guys to win the battle, not the war. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's the same with Freddy. Would there be yeah. any kind of satisfying aspect to seeing Freddy definitively? It'd have to be kill. really, but that's the thing. Like, it wasn't even it, it was it wasn't even fun, right? You always like if there's something that Freddy is, it's fun, and 
So if there was something where he's screaming and torn apart or something like that, then maybe it would be kind of, you know, um, enjoyable. But Or with, seeing Maureen take him out herself. Like right. she uses the machete to like, or well, he doesn't use the machete, but she like lops his head off or whatever and some takes him out in a yeah. definitive way. That'd be more if satisfying. If she would have been like decapitated and walked out of her yeah. house holding his head. Yeah, that exactly. That would be kind of good. Something like that yeah. would be a little more satisfying. But this whole like, oh, the whole time. <laughs> Well, yeah, that would have been that would have been Halloween H two O though. <laughs> so there yeah. was a movie where she cut his head off. Yeah, so it's so even that was not an mm, acceptable end also, to the whole thing. But again, these yeah. movies kind of ignore all that. There's, so. there's the silliness of oh, I almost I just forgot my point. Oh, yeah, uh, there's the silliness of a movie studio saying. This is the definitive end to this very popular franchise. Mm. Like nobody believes that. You know what I mean? It's like Friday the Thirteenth has already attempted, I think, for sure once, but maybe twice, to say that they were definitively ending the series and killing Jason. Mm -hmm. But it's like, no, of course they're not. You got a cash cow, you're gonna milk it. Yeah, it's like, especially if that movie is successful, then of course they're going to make another one. Especially if that. So it's, yeah, saying like, oh, we're, it's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. Even now, even though this movie is basically a flop, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's made money, but critically it's a flop, they're still going to make another Halloween movie, guaranteed. <laughs> it's like. There's no question. Nobody in the studio going, oof, there, finally, it's done. <laughs> now we can stop making these. Especially. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's made money. It's made money. Yeah, money Money isn't the issue. The The first, 20, 2018 was $10 million budget, and then the following two are $20 million budgets, and all of them surpassed their budget numbers by a long shot. So it's not about money. It's just about quality. Yeah. And we're just not quite and getting especially there. Especially in today's world where movies really refuse to – are really – bigger budget movies are really hesitant to make original yeah. <coughs> properties. They're not MCU stuff. Yeah, they're going to definitely keep making Halloween movies. I'm just shocked. I think they announced a new Nightmare on Elm Street, but I'm surprised there's no current Nightmare on Elm Street movies coming yeah. out. But, uh, you know, they're going to – <laughs> Oof, well, hopefully it's not Jackie Earl. Yeah, they'll need to evil. recast if they do. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I mean, but well, but, but I mean, horror in general. I think this summer, if 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 nothing else, has proved that you can try to resurrect old things and they won't be good. You can try to um, make new things and they can be good. Um, I'm going to look well, at things bad. like Barbarian. It was fantastic. Um, the invitation was not good. Um, look at uh, Terrifier 2. Terrifier 2 was a masterpiece, absolute masterpiece. So, I mean, horror can be done well. It just does not have to be yeah. um, a big studio with a ton of money. Because you know, that's not what Terrifier 2 was by any stretch. Mm -hmm. So, Definitely. Yeah. The story was the last. I mean, yeah, and, you know, just to give it a positive spin the the general filmmaking was fine you know the, the cinematography and everything was all fine it was purely the story 
was what was wrong with this movie a hundred percent. Everything else was just like, and even the acting was fine. Nobody was really nobody was bad on it. Yeah, I just you know, but yeah, there were so many, there were so many uh, question marks throughout the movie. Just like you're like, why would they do that? Why would they do that? And it was it was kind of hard to really get into it. Yeah, yeah no, and not to bash. Uh, Halloween, this might sound negative, but Halloween is an interesting franchise and an interesting movie because on one hand it's super simple and basic, mm-hmm. where it's just Michael Myers, like that first movie it's just Michael Myers trying to kill you know, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and so it kind of creates a problem with like trying to, well, they're, where they're like, well, we want to expand the lore. Yeah. We want to expand the story. But the more you do that, you get away from the core, what makes Halloween cool, which is Michael Myers being this force of nature yeah. who's just trying to kill a babysitter. You know? <laughs> and so it's like, you know, it creates a little bit of a catch-22 sort of for filmmakers. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. <clears throat> I mean, can they just go back and make a movie like the first one where they it's did, that it was. simple? You know? I mean, they they reversed the clock. I mean, I totally, I, I could have sworn, I mean, I'm not sure I did watch H2, although I feel like I should have, or I must have, you know what I mean? But who knows? But I mean, like, they've already reversed the, the they've already <laughs> turned back the clock. I, I, why wouldn't they do that? Like, yeah. Especially if, like, you know, people are being so uh, vocal about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Interesting. Well, Blumhouse, you blew it. (laughs) You blummed it up, didn't you? You blummed it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you blummed it. I was having some internet troubles. There was definitely a blumpkin in there, and that was the last two movies. But yeah. Yeah. Not my place to judge, but we'll, we'll see what that You had such good material to work with. You done like better. Yeah. Well, it's just—it's not what I wanted. You know, it is what it is. Like, I'm not—I'm not gonna like attack yeah. anyone who enjoyed the movie. You know, it just wasn't for me. You know, sometimes it's just like that. You know, yeah. I, I can't say I was too surprised, just based off of my thoughts on you know the last one. Um, but, you know, just so many weird directions that could have been done a lot better to, you know, help move the plot along, but really just getting robbed of that Trulic final fight was really that, you know, the thing that really deflated the most out of the movie. It's because it is such a simple, basic story. It's, they've had to do so many extra things to add so many extra bells that were supposed to try to, like, you know create a new sense of um, of newness for it. Mm. I mean, with the whole, like, bringing in the, the township, like, that shit didn't work in, in Kills, mm. and it was tacked on in this one. So yeah. it was, it's it's just, it must be hard. How about that? Like, I'm not a professional, and it must be hard. Yeah, the town, all the, all the towns, people mm. materializing all together at the end, and then, like, carrying him along was so weird. I feel like we're just going to drag him around with the truck for a little bit. <laughs> did they do that? Did yeah. They, they did, right? Did they did drag they? him by the truck? Yeah, they dragged him to the to the junkyard. I forgot about That's right. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was just like, it, that felt really inserted kind of out of nowhere too. The towns, all, every single town's person showing up at the very end mm-hmm. and 
And it was almost like the, like, they crowd surfed him, too, a little bit, didn't they? Can't remember. Maybe I was remembering wrong. But they kind of carried him as a town. I don't know. Someone made a point. I don't know if it was in Halloween Kills, one of the characters in the movie, or a reviewer I saw who made a point that it's kind of weird like when you actually count Michael's kills for the first movie, like if you count the timeline the way they want us to now, where mm-hmm. it's the first movie and then 2018, he's only killed a couple of people. What's the big deal? Yeah, and like their <laughs> obsession with him seems a bit blown out of proportion mm-hmm. when you really look at the fe- like his effect <laughs> on the town. If you if you cut out all the movies that they want you to cut out. So he killed like five people. Jeez. I know what. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's multiplied whole, like tenfold. Yeah. Well, what about that guy that killed that kid? He was babysitting. Come on. I know. <laughs> that kid kind of deserved it, by the way. He was a huge. <laughs> he kind of earned it. And, the, and it was a very. Um, I thought it was I, the opening. Like it was just such a. Um, the likelihood of something like that happening is not that low if given the situation, right? You know, so he's kicking open the door and he's kicking and kicking the kids going at it to open it as just as it comes open, smashes his face, goes over the rail and like, not like all of those pieces of that puzzle come together really nicely. You know, like it's, um, I thought that that one scene was so, uh, it really got my hopes up, you know, like, yeah, the opening. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, you know, like, and then, and then of course, I love the, the I love that shot. Uh, the kid falls and hits the ground right as the parents are walking <laughs> oh. in, and then there's that shot looking up the stairs, and you he see the guy over the rail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he he should have been like, I can explain. I can explain. <laughs> <laughs> see, the thing is, <laughs> yeah. it's not as bad as it looks. <laughs> Actually, You're home early. What <laughs> <laughs> other one line is coming from? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Because it was horrifying. The, the, like, it was the most horrific part of the movie. Around, yeah. yeah. And the rest of it was just like... No, it's only... Is it, and that, I get, that's really where they get... Yeah. That, that just adds insult to injury that they were able to kind of start the movie out in Strong, a good yeah. way. And then fall down so hard, like halfway in, you know, or however long it took. Yeah, it, it felt like they weren't going to pull any punches. Um, it felt thought out, and then and it had a, it had kind of a dark sense of humor in the right. movie too that kind of disappeared from the movie as well. Right, where it almost felt kind of like, eh, we're going to kind of like have fun with this and be kind of mean spirited with this. But then that all kind of disappeared from the story. That's like, true, actually. I mean, seriously, starting a movie out like that where a babysitter accidentally kills a kid in a really gruesome way, that's pretty bold. Yeah. For a movie, you know? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It was it was off to a hellacious start. but And they had such a good foundation to work with. But then, like, from there, it just went, like... Not as- I mean, it nosedived so hard. I mean, and he becomes the kid who's bullying the gas station. It's like, yeah, I, 
if they wanted to make him a badass, it's like they could have at least made people afraid of him, and nobody mm-hmm. would be afraid of him. Nobody, there's, there's, everybody mocked him in every possible turn, you know, mm-hmm. to the point where Laurie Strode, our protagonist for the last fifty <laughs> years, is like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to set you up on a date with my granddaughter. That should, be- which turned out to not really be a mistake. Okay. No. All this. I mean, nothing happened. Nothing happened to the, to the granddaughter, right? She no, lived, she's fine, so, yeah. Yeah, she was fine. She mm-hmm. Well, but if you, if you, uh, and, and, and here's just, this is just my <gasps> vision for the future. She did do the hokey pokey with that guy. So I'm, my guess is that there's a, a new Michael, there's a baby born and it's magically named Michael. That's my guess, is that she's going to, you know, Grandma, why am I throwing up so much in the morning? I don't know, honey. You know, The granddaughter could have baby Michael Myers. (laughs) So, that's... Exactly. And magically, at six years old, he's going to kill his parents. Wouldn't that be creepy? Yeah, so, but... And maybe this is the like the, the jumpstart reboot that the whole series needs, um, but if that's the direction they take, I'm it's just going to be sad because, uh, as I recall, I've my been advice there at least I think once before for the so, filmmakers, um, but we'll see, we'll see. Uh, to it, for making a future Halloween movie is, I would say, don't just make recreate the first movie. Like, I know that comes across as sort of uncreative, but the thing is, is they've made so many attempts to sort of add and do little twists and add things and do add this and that and blah, blah, blah. Just like wipe it all away and make a movie that's super basic and put all of the effort into making something that has tension Mm -hmm. and is... Like, purely, like, can we make an hour and a half movie where it's just all tension and creepiness? You know what I mean? Like, the first movie, where there's almost kind of nothing beyond that. Just yeah. do that as a, you know, see if you can pull that off. <laughs> it's a nice challenge. <laughs> but it's like, but I, what I mean is, like, I feel like the filmmakers are sort of saying, well, we have to do something more. We have to do something different. And it's like, no, you've been doing something different for the last 30 plus years or whatever it is. Now you can loop around and go back to the grassroots to the beginning, yeah. you know, and do that again. No, Evil Dead didn't seem to do too good there. No, although I think that's a good movie. The first, it didn't get a good crowd response, but it's not mm. bad. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, yeah. But it's just like, I, there's nothing, I feel like there's nowhere to go with the character in terms of making him supernatural or giving him mind control powers or possession powers or whatever he's supposed to be doing in this movie. Just go back to the core of what makes the character interesting. Just and the stabby, yeah. Interesting. yeah, just be stabby. Be, yeah, minimal tension is the key. Super minimalist. Yes. <laughs> Completely well, and just, just just walk him into a room, and he has whatever he has at his disposal, and he uses it. Mm. Whether it's a, a butcher knife or a sewing needle or whatever it might be, he just uses it, you know. And not this 
super crafty, we have to recreate the whole lore and mm-hmm. maybe have this magical guy be the new Michael Myers, and then again, only to kill him at the end anyway. So it's like, well, well yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I, I think I think Holly's right. Like, where does this have to go? <laughs> Possibly other than Allison being yeah. impregnated by, um, Jeff, Jeffrey Dahmer and and like being mm-hmm. a new. Michael Myers, but we'll have to be politically correct, and we'll have to call him like Michelle Myers or something. But I, it, it just it just doesn't make any. I don't know where they go. But again, this movie is made money, Michael Myers. So there's going to and be just more, take out the town because they were assholes. But totally. just hi, give. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see Lori go to Japan with the sheriff's deputy and and look at the cherry blossoms. I kind of want to see that for her. Like mm-hmm. if if they just had a whole Halloween movie where they went to Japan and things were happy, and did they kill her? Like nobody got killed. I think I'd be okay with that at this point. Yeah, <laughs> like just she stands on that wood chipper. That oh, that's right. Yeah, she yeah, stands yeah. over that nope. chipper. That's right. She's there doing all that. I wanted her to have, yeah, like, the sheriff uh, shows a YouTube channel where everybody follows like, her because they want to hear about Michael Myers, but she just does a cooking show and turns off the comments on her videos because people just keep asking about Michael Myers. She, she, <laughs> yeah. she, and she keeps burning all the pies. Well, well, that that misses how you sharpen your ex. I mean, if she is right, I'd, I'd watch that. I would watch it all. Day. And they never resolved. I mean, this is a nitpick, but they never really resolved the story with her book that she was writing. Yeah, it just kind of dropped off. I mean, it was central. It was her entire character. It was all about yeah. how she's writing this book, but then it kind of didn't really matter. Oh. Or anything. Uh. Yeah. Well, I think, I think it was. I think it was more for her than it was. She had also but, like the um, way she I, I is in point. the movie, yeah, the way her character point. appears. Definitely. It feels like maybe she was like she showed up for like two days worth of filming, and they just shot all her scenes at once, and then mm. she went home because it's all just her. She barely interacts with other characters or anything. She's just it's just her kind of like working on her book and narrating, doing some voiceover. Yeah. Uh, Well, yeah, that or she's always in the background, like watching somebody through a truck window or through a diner window or whatever else. She's just always like, I mean, she's now that I think about it, she's almost become like the Michael Myers where she's watching people from the background. So maybe, maybe, maybe there's more. Yeah, they're going to have to definitely is. take so, some chances. And it'll be interesting. Cool. If they're going to make another one, hmm. they can't keep doing this. They have to do a new like a whole new reboot and just wipe and, and then do that thing again and be like, Oh, forget. So just pay attention to the first movie 2018. And then this new one, those are the only three that exist. You know, like they're going to have to just be like, forget kills and ends. That's those never happened. <laughs> yeah. All right. You got it. <laughs> Just forget, forget the other two movies. <sighs> well, okay. that's, uh, yeah. that's mm-hmm. how we know. Yeah. It was a... Yeah. What's that saying? Uh, it it ends with a whimper, not a bang. Oh, yeah. There you go. It sucked. That's a sick... <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. This is how the world ends. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 
mm-hmm. and it ended. Oh God, yeah. yeah, yeah. I wanted to love it, but um, ultimately, it was. And even as I, mean, I think I, we're kind I, of in the same boat, where we were like more not coming from like a diehard point of view and being yeah. much more like just open, open-minded just, just open it. to a fun horror movie you know yeah that to me says a lot because i've we've seen some movies i've gone into some bad horror movies open-minded and then been like eh, like it was all right you know they it was okay but i went into this fully open-minded and by halfway it was like this this is stupid this sucks <laughs> It made him yes it, it, it <laughs> made me angry John yeah I had to start angry in the theater <laughs> multiple times even I, I was angry in the theater I was angry on my second watch and on my third watch I was like and I told T I'm like you know yeah. I can't do it I can't I, and I, I, I left Twisted Tuesday because I was so mad like at how like how just bad this movie was and mm-hmm. I mean, that's taking the Halloween franchise for what it is. It's like making a like a, a terminally bad Halloween movie is really an accomplishment. <laughs> I mean, it's really something. And this movie was horrible. And I don't know. And maybe it was studio interference. Maybe it was um, writing, whatever else. But this movie was awful. I mean, it was. Well, awful. it's it's one of those things where it's like. We've had bad Halloween movies in every time <laughs> at this point now. So it's just they like if the they do another timeline, uh, it's like oh, Halloween God. like I'm I'm worried. And have the different versions of uh of Michael Myers and different characters. You know, Buster Rhymes show up in the next one. But, they, but, but, but I mean, at this point I think we have to go with the uh the Michael Myers versus Jason versus Freddy movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, sure, but at, at this point, what do you do with that? Are they all three in rocking chairs on a porch somewhere going, you know what? That's all the weird people thing. I would have killed if they That's kind time. of a weird thing with Michael Myers, <laughs> like, too, was the, with this movie uh, yeah, specifically, too, was that they made such a point of showing that he is that actual old man that it really makes the idea of him picking, like when he picked up that one character by the neck and lifted them up. Mm -hmm. It's like, I I can't, I I don't want to nitpick or be that guy, but it's just like, how is that 90 year old man picking people up? You know, and lifting them three feet off the ground. A grown man who's like, I don't know, maybe 170 to 180 pounds with one hand. <laughs> and they, and they, I forget who figured out his age, but you know, he, you can estimate that he's in his 20s or 30s in the first movie. And so, well, I guess the timeline is different because they kind of mm-hmm. altered it. Right, right. Well, no. I mean, the, the the very first movie in '78, he's six. He's six. Well, you think, he was born in '72, so if you go '72 to now, but then he looks way older than he should. Yeah, well, well, it's math, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, but it, I, he can be he can be gray haired and decrepit. I mean, and come on, he's been a chud in the sewer pipe in that movie with Lori. He is. Lori, like, yeah, he's bigger than Lori. 
So he's got to be her age plus. Oh, yeah. So, no, no. Yeah, so valid point. So I think if you go to 78, in 78, he's 21. In 78. He's 21. Because that's when he gets out of the asylum. Because that's when they, they kind of make a point of it. So if you go back. Yeah. So if he's 21 in, in 78. In the, in the 2018 home, he, he's they show him yeah, so, in the insane yeah, I mean, asylum. And 60s, he's like, yeah. and he's in his 60s looking. He's like mm. gray and pretty old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so now he's 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 definitely past retirement age. He's collecting social yeah. security to the hole. But yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, I I wonder where his check goes. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. So I mean, but this honestly is probably one of the first times where they show um, over the length of time of a serial killer, like he actually. And this actually lends some credence to what John was saying yeah, earlier about aged. him being yeah. less than supernatural because he's actually aged, you know, and now he's getting to a point where he's where he's old as hell. I mean, and I'd all things being what it is, I didn't like the decrepit Michael Myers where he was old and couldn't quite do things and you know needed a <laughs> helper. I like I like, like I always want to think <laughs> that Santa's old, but he doesn't need any help. He still delivers presents, you know. Um, so I, I I want to hold Michael Myers in the same regards as I hold Santa. Like he can just keep going forever, you know. And I suppose Santa does have elves, but um, I just yeah. So I mean, maybe this is the to to John's point a little bit to Holly's point. Maybe this yeah. is the place where we put the the pin in the whole thing, and there's going to be some giant reboot, you know. And I just, I yeah. hope that if they do that, it they does gotta not toss, suck. They got to go all new for the next sucked. one and just toss out so, whatever they've done and just do a whole new thing. Yeah, it would have been nice to see uh, Jamie Lee Curtis just have more badass scenes where she's like fighting yeah. or at least like, I yeah. don't know, building a deck. Just, you know, really like, you know, uh, or, useful shit. Or training. Using, yeah. Or like using her knowledge to to outsmart him or Booby figure traps. something out. Booby traps. That they should have played up the fact that she's had so many encounters with him that she doesn't that she sleep knows, at night. When that she knows, like she knows what he's gonna do, and mm-hmm. she can anticipate his moves and things because yeah. she's no, she's so familiar with it. And like I said, I never know how she manages to relax. So it's like, yeah, really, yeah. why isn't she like living like or like sleeping in the daytime and like always has her back to a corner so she knows yeah, people, yeah. you know. She like should the, be more traumatized. Like the, yeah. like the 2018 movie, mm-hmm. which is what they did with her in that movie. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And that and that one, she was Rambo. And the second one, she was an injured she's Rambo. Like the retired lady. Money, in this which one. I just she's don't like, get oh, like all. I. She's just I'm retiring from my normal life and living. Murder she yeah. style. Yeah, yeah. A retired school teacher. Yeah, she's really like Yeah, the way that they made a it was they the way that they sort of intelligently made her character in the twenty eighteen movie makes sense, but this version of her doesn't make sense because it's like okay, like I could see that she would want to live a peaceful life and want to sort of put the past behind her. But how but she could never really <laughs> do that, exactly. Michael Myers tried to kill her so many times. And he killed your daughter four years yeah. ago. 
and he kills your daughter just recently. It's yeah. like, which would reignite the whole situation, I think, for her to have her daughter get killed. But now she would really be like, all right, I'm ending this guy once yeah. and for all. And the whole torture gap doesn't make a lot of sense either, for sure. Exactly. Right, right. But it's that's why she's writing the memoir. It's like, close the book in the chapter of her life. It, that's the thing. She's trying to close the chapter, but he's, he's out, out there, there killing people, doing stuff. So she can't. They're tied. My, well, Laurie Strode and Michael Myers are connected cosmically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, agree, but in, at, at the end of this movie, they she show his head pop him like a gripper. So it's like, yeah, I. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like just no. And I still go back to probably the one thing that bothers me most about this movie. Probably the, the one thing that I was and just like, saying, nope. Yeah, nope, yeah. That's is just, where the kid Corey takes Michael Myers' mask one, and borrows it. Presumably his onesie. Yeah. That's a horrifying. Wait, no, they both had coveralls on, I think. Oh, they? they both yeah. have at the very end, like they both had coveralls. Oh, he did work at it. Mm-hmm. Well, well, definitely. But with Michael Myers without his mask, he goes from being Michael Myers, the predominant serial killer who is unkillable and yeah, has, he, has massacred like, oh. multiple people, whatever else, to being like a janitor. You know, and it's like, no. <laughs> I just don't think he'd allow it. I just don't think he'd allow it. And I just that part of it, just when he when he stole the mask, uh, that part. Uh, it, it, just one amongst other things that pissed me off about this movie, like got me just like mad yeah. as hell. And that, no, he just wouldn't let that happen. That I, don't, I don't care if he's the idea ninety-seven years old. He meant to be the new Michael Myers. You know, wouldn't let it. Happen. I think if it was meant to be that Michael was like his mentor, it would make more sense that he was wearing that scarecrow mask the whole time, and he's like, "I'm the scarecrow mask killer, and you're the I'm in training. You're the <laughs> William Shatner killer." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like the he's like the serial yeah. killer in training, Michael. In training. Michael, <laughs> Michael, like I, I now in my retirement years, I wish training. to pass I my years it. of I knowledge on to a new, new uh, generation. Young, to a new generation, and I will become mentor a young new uh, oh. killer. <laughs> That's it's a nice story. It's Michael. it's a nice story. Michael should have Michael Myers should have a YouTube channel oh, where he, he can talk. pass on his knowledge about it's all subtitles. Killing. Yeah, it's all just subtitles. <laughs> he doesn't talk with him just sitting there like not moving. <laughs> <laughs> or like you see like camera from behind, so he's like standing next to a bush. And just like leaning over, <laughs> like, oh, that's how you do it. That's some good form. Totally. <laughs> like, bless the mm-hmm. Well, the scary part there yeah. is if, if he can do that, yeah. that also means that Jason has to do that. Okay. It means that Leatherface has to do that. Um, so many mm-hmm. other horror serial killers throughout the time, like, they, they're all in their rocking chairs and they're having some kind of a you know, a cabal where they're getting together and they just have to all chat and be like, so who are we passing the torch yeah. on to? 
Because from, when, from my chair, it is okay. not when, when they started to pull that mask off of Michael too, and we, and we started to see that very mm-hmm. old man underneath. I I said uh, it's it's John Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be hilarious if it was actually, if it was actually John Carpenter under the mask. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the fitting way to end the series. It was actually John Carpenter. Oh, that's that's fantastic, John. Yeah. <laughs> like the real the real John Carpenter like oh shit old, Smither, old man yeah, Carpenter the whole time <laughs> the hard amusement park so uh, so in the end I think that for a, a whole bunch of horror fans that we are and people that either love or sort of by proxy love yeah. this series this movie sucked and it sucked hard. Like I, it was, it was so terrible. I mean, it actually <laughs> made me angry. Like I, I left the theater and like my wife was like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I don't, I can't, I just, I just like, oh, it wasn't <laughs> yeah. that bad. I'm like, oh, wasn't Sorry, it? I'm going to go to couples counseling because you said that. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I know this, <laughs> well, well, couples counseling. Me and Michael would have to go to couples counseling because this was mm-hmm. his best work, and I was not a fan. Um, like I said, I wanted to love it, but um, in the end, I hated this movie. I hope that whatever the next generation of Halloween is tries to dig out of this rut that it's in, because this was just so bad. I mean, I, it. There was nothing, and and going to John's point earlier, like the simplisticness of the earlier movies where it was just tension, you know, and just building tension and not trying to give me characters that I hated and not trying to, because the simplicity of the first one was that they were all people that I didn't know, I knew nothing about them, and they died, and it was just like, "Hmm, well, they died, but I didn't know them, I, I didn't have a chance to hate them, I didn't have a chance to get to know them, but that was the beauty of it, and in this one, they tried way too hard to give me too much information about everybody, and in the end, I still didn't care. So yeah, they killed um, the they it, killed it, the nobody characters that you didn't just care about, um, and then the characters so, uh, who were the main characters that you did care about were never in danger. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, and even only the uh, the killings and the junkyard were a little creative, but not that mm-hmm. much. And the killing of the nurse was really not that interesting. And you didn't even see anybody killing the doctor. You just saw his body. Yeah. So the, the killing of the homeless man, again, not, not interesting. Not, so it's just, it, um, it, it went heavy on the story. It changed the story and it didn't pay out. Because, you know, even as far as a horror movie, like, you know, I, don't, I guess the, the killing of the DJ was kind of interesting. But... Okay. But yeah, he was kind of just out of nowhere insert. Those characters were just like, oh, here's this character that you don't know or haven't seen, but all of a sudden they're an important character. Yeah. It's like, okay. And it didn't make, even make, like the killing of the, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, we've already gone through this shit. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go back and yeah. <laughs> kick it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> But it's, it's, unequ- it's this movie is bad. Yeah, no, we like I said before, we try to be. Po- I feel like we try to be positive on this show. I'm and always super positive. Yeah. Positive things. 
but this movie is pretty definitively bad uh, all around. It's just kind of it, and it could have it, it if it had taken some chances and committed to mm-hmm. what it was trying to do. I think it could have been at least like it could have had some good points, but no, it just. Yeah. It didn't have the guts to commit to its own premise or its own thing. Can somebody take us to the toilet? Nice. Are you taking a poop in there? <laughs> He's nice. like, I'm getting ready for bed now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, like, <laughs> it's late, guys. <laughs> this, show, this has been a two-hour episode. Oh, my God. He's, getting, he's literally getting ready for bed. <laughs> that might be a good... Uh... A good sign. Yeah, so you like, guys are on a time difference from yeah. us, and you're like a couple <laughs> hours ahead of us, actually. So. The cat didn't come in to let yeah, us know are. with his butthole that yeah. it was time to end the show. Yeah, yeah. That's usually how we go. Welcome to my internet time. The flush. Here's my review of yeah. Halloween ends. <laughs> It's a thumbs down. <laughs> it's a thumbs down. There it's it is. Cool and Ebert. It's <laughs> not in thumbs down. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why, you know, oh, we're going to nice. try to uplift our spirits next week. Because uh, we're dressing up for Halloween. <laughs> Hell yeah. I can't wait for next oh week. Gosh, uh, next week we'll be reviewing the spirit Halloween movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is going to be... Which is going to be interesting because it is definitely more of a family uh, movie. But, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to it. Curious to see what everyone's going to be dressing up as uh, for the episode. Uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll post pictures on the social media. Um, I already got mine in. I'm not telling Josh. I'm not telling John or Holly anything about what I'm dressing I'm up as. So it'll be a surprise once we're on camera, which would be fun. Sure. Totally. I, yeah, yeah. I have to ask it. Am I invited to this? Because I have to. <laughs> that's that's fine. Oh, okay. Well, I'm in there. Well, the, the the only contingent is you have to dress up. We're not sponsored, but I am going to be going to the Halloween the Halloween Spirit. Very movie. nice. So they better. They should sponsor. Yeah. But you know. <laughs> They're like, we're Spirit Halloween, sir. We don't need a giveaway or money. <laughs> oh, they did make a movie, so maybe. I watched. Um, I watched. That'd be uh, like, hey, we're reviewing your movie, movie on a podcast late. next week. Can I get a discount? <laughs> mm, nice. I, I haven't watched it yet, but I looked at it and I was like, eh. it's got. They're definitely trying to channel some. Stranger Things, yeah. uh, you know, vibes for sure, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, that's a that's a massively popular show. Why not, right? Which is cool. I'm down with the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Don't All right, well, uh, with that being said, I think we should close <laughs> shop for tonight because uh, I'm going to go do my 61 days of Halloween stream after this. <laughs> like, you guys keep going. Yeah, I mean, he's completely right. blacked out at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I've already brushed my teeth and peed. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on that note, again, we're doing Spirit Halloween next week. Uh, but until then, I do want to thank Grindhouse Zombie for returning 
as a recurring guest on our podcast. And of course, he'll be back next week in costume for uh, whatever it's going to be for Spirit Halloween. Should be a good time. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm bouncing. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, in the meantime, you know, go check out the new releases. We got VHS 99 dropping on Shudder uh, tomorrow, which is Thursday. Uh, you know, there's also the recent Dario Argento uh, Dark Glasses, which is also on Shudder. Uh, we're, you know, not that far out from the new uh, Guillermo del Toro miniseries, uh, which is, uh, yeah, it's like 25th through the 29th, and they're doing two episodes a day for the four days. So definitely lots of stuff to look forward to. So uh, try to keep up if you can. I know there's a lot of stuff coming out, uh, you know, this month, which is why, you know, we're kind of focusing on some of the new releases here, both in October and November. Uh, But until then, guys, thank you so much for joining us here tonight on Hand Up With Scare, and we'll see you guys back for Spirit Halloween. Take care.